Radio on News Radio KLBJ with author and wealth manager Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512 836 0590. Now, here's Chris Herline. Good evening, everybody. Chris Herline live in studio this evening. Right here on News Radio KLBJ. This is wealthradio.com. Thank you for joining us. Got a great show lined up for you and a lot of topics that I know you're going to be very excited about as well. Phone lines are open. Patrick, just uh, cut them loose here. So join me with all of your wealth and investment questions, tax planning and retirement questions. Look forward to uh, getting into those and more tonight. 512-836-0590. Text those questions. And uh, tonight I'm going to talk to you about several things that we deal with every single day with successful families, families that have done a great job of amassing wealth, business owners that have built great, great businesses. And then what is the next step? What do you do with the wealth? That's what we're getting into tonight a lot more. Chris Harline here, as mentioned, live in studio, founder of Reap Private Client Group and partner at Reap Financial right here in Austin, Texas, and want to encourage our listeners joining us now. Tune in with me every Wednesday and Monday evening. That's on uh, KXAN every week. News Channel 36 right here in Austin for Retire Ready TV. I know many of you have tuned in there in the past, and then we've got past week's shows, of course, at newsradioklbj.com. So as we get off the ground here, I want to encourage you to join us early in the segment. Seems like everybody joins late. Phone lines are open, 512-836-0590. The interesting thing is I think most of us know that um, there's two sides, right, to, to every story out there. And generally, there's three when the truth gets told. And it's really interesting because a lot of us work hard. A lot of us are trying to make wise decisions about our money. But how do those that have already done it do it? How are those that have got great amounts of wealth, great amount of success in business, how did they get there? And it's funny because we only get to see generally when they get to the top. So as we kick things off, you got to be asking yourself, if you are doing a good job of saving, if you're doing a good job of building a business, how do you become a millionaire? What does it take to achieve that kind of wealth and more? And there's a lot of instant millionaires out there. We've heard the stories. Maybe they inherited the money. Maybe they sold uh, you know, something that they inherited. Maybe they won the lottery, whatever it is. But, but for most out there, it's a rare thing to be an instant millionaire. And especially for somebody under the age of 50. Now, I know a lot of people, generally business owners, that are under 50 and they've saved well over a million dollars. But there's a lot behind it. And those who have attained financial success, they hit that benchmark that we're talking about, that $1 million benchmark. They generally are very highly organized people. 
Um, in many cases, they're going to be educated. They're intelligent. But they are people who set goals. They are people that execute. And when I talk about education, I'm not necessarily talking um, about formal education. I mean, the, the, the woods out there are full of, of individuals that have pedigree and, and university degrees and everything. But there's not a whole lot of individuals out there that just graduate college that have a whole lot of financial savvy and success. I know you'd agree with that, especially if you have kids that are in college and graduating, maybe trying to find jobs on their own. But on the other hand, those that have the entrepreneurial spirit, um, a lot of times these people never going to let anything stand in the way of their goals. Um, and many of the families out there, individuals with mass wealth, talking 10 million plus, the good majority of them actually are entrepreneurs. And what I've found through working with successful families through the years is that nine out of 10 of these individuals are hard core savers, okay? It starts by paying themselves first. And we've all kind of heard that, right? But I'm talking about a different level here. I'm talking about saving almost like it's a religion to them. They wake up every day, they get their cup of coffee, they walk out into this cool air, and they decide that they can either earn or save, or maybe a little bit of both. But ultimately, they have goals in place. And generally, goals don't get off the ground until maybe you've kind of landed the job. Maybe you are, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, whatever that is. Let me ask you right now. Do you really think, wherever you're at, as you listen to this broadcast, that you're maximizing the time and opportunity in front of you? Are you putting things off? Are you setting it aside saying, once we get to this level, once we achieve this, once we get this paid off, then we'll start. Time is the most valuable asset out there. And I want to ask you, how do you use it? Because those of you in your 20s, 30s, even 40s, you've got this gift and it's time. And it's time to plan smart. It's time to be purposeful with your planning, and be disciplined to stick with it. But then I also want to talk today to those of you that have already hit your benchmark, hit your magic number. You've accumulated wealth, true financial independence. What are you doing with your time? And you may not be thinking of the direction I'm going here, but what I'm going to show you tonight is a few examples, a few case studies, families that we serve that have absolutely maximized the time. And the benefit of it is really monumental. 512-836-0590, live in studio with you. Take your IRA questions, 401ks out there. For all you that have jobs, you put, put money aside in that company employer plan. We, we look forward to speaking with you on questions surrounding that. You know, it's end of year here, walking into 2020. Have you taken advantage of everything within the Trump tax code? Are you positioned to keep as much money as you can? Let's talk about that and a lot more. 512-836-0590. So we're talking to some of you younger individuals out there. Let's talk now to those of you in your 50s and 60s. When was the last time you were over at your parents' house? 
When did you have dinner with them last? They are likely in their 80s and possibly even 90s today. Let me ask you, do they reuse Ziploc bags after dinner? Do they reuse the tinfoil? You know who I'm talking to out there. That's the Depression era, right? Your parents are thrifty, and they were savers. And then you and your 50s and 60s out there, a lot of the boomers are spenders. It's more the whiff for today. You grew up in the 70s, that type of thing. But are there some lessons to be learned from reusing Ziploc bags? I know it sounds small, but it adds up over time. And so when you ask yourself, do I really need to cut a corner here or there? I think that's a premature question. You need to be asking yourself, what is the end-all, be-all? Am I on a path right now to build an amazing life of significance and really achieve everything that I want to achieve, not only for myself, but for my family and people that we love, causes we care about? So what I want to talk to you about quickly before the break is give you a little bit of benchmark for those of you out there that are maybe saving right now and you're putting a little money away here, maybe you're getting a pay raise every couple of years, whatever it is. How do you know that you're actually on track to hit those goals? And when we, when we talk about savings here, this is not just in your employer plan. This is not just in your bank. This is across many different accounts. But here's how you're going to know you're on track. For those of you, let's start with you in your 30s. At age 35, if you're looking for a little test that you're on track, you need to have a year's worth of your currently salary saved. You need a part. At age 45, you need to have at least three years of your salary saved. So 10 years later, is that too big of an ask? Age 55, you need to have at least five years salary saved. And when, when you get to this magic retirement age, which for a lot of families is 62, 65, 70, let's just say by the time you reach your retirement age in that 66 range, you need to have at least eight to 11 times your current annual salary saved to maintain your standard of living, maintain what you're doing today. So, a place to start. Do you want to maintain your lifestyle in retirement? Do you want to enhance your lifestyle? That's what I'm talking about. All those years of saving and sacrifice. Use that as a nice guide and benchmark as you think about where you're putting your money and where you're saving your money right now. 512-836-0590. Let's take some text questions on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. All right, we are back with you, Chris Harline, live this evening. 
And we join you Thursdays as well at 6 p.m. This is WealthRadio.com. Welcome to the program. Phone lines are open. Look forward to speaking with you today about 401ks, IRAs, your tax planning questions, Social Security, and a lot more. This show focuses on your life and your money, and we put it front and center during this hour. So join me now, 512-836-0590. Now, as we get back into it, we started the show off this evening with the fact that, you know, many families out there, many individuals... You know, it's easy to get in the grind. It's easy to just, you know, be socking money away or grinding away at work or, you know, just planning on the day that you can finally hit a certain benchmark. Let me ask you right now, what are you doing with your time? You know, if you're raising kids, if you're working a full-time job or you own a business, you're probably finding that there's not a whole lot of time. My kids three, five, seven years old. You know, we're not sleeping a a whole lot these days, but my gosh, we're having fun and we're savoring every minute of it. And I found myself in a position, middle part of last year going, my gosh, I mean, we've got a lot of opportunity in this city with REAP private client, REAP financial and serving successful families. But what about my family? I was working at such a pace that I didn't have a whole lot of time to focus on the things that really, really matter. And in my world, priority is family. I am a firm believer that success in family means success in business. And so what did I do? I recalibrated and I found an amazing amount of time by reprioritizing where my time was being spent. And so speaking to you candidly as somebody that runs uh, a wealth management practice here in Austin for some time now, I've been on KLBJ for going on seven years now, you know, it, it, it takes moments where you wake up and you, okay, things are getting a little tight on the calendar. Are you in control? The answer is yes to a large extent. And I've always said that, you know, where your money goes is a true indicator of where your heart and goals are. Well, the same is true with time, because time is more valuable than anything. So what are you doing with your time? Those of you in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you've got so much time in front of you that if you want to get in this game of accumulating wealth so you can build a life that you've dreamt of that's full of significance, the great news tonight is that The steps to take to get there are not giant steps. If you leverage the time you have, there's tiny steps. If you recalibrate not only your time, but possibly where you're putting your money, possibly where you're saving your money, it's amazing to me how that can change the trajectory of the course that you're currently on. It's interesting because the families we serve at REAP Private Client Group, REAP Financial Group, Re-private client works with affluent and successful families and, and business owners where REAP Financial is our retirement practice where we've retired hundreds of families over the years. And the interesting thing is, is that a lot of the conversations I have with these individuals that are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, done a very, very good job of positioning themselves. One of the things that they are concerned with is keeping their wealth. And it's not necessary from litigation. 
It's not necessarily from stock market. It's from Uncle Sam. It's taxes. And see, when you get to this point where you've amassed wealth and you're in your 60s, you don't have as much time to fix the tax problems that oftentimes we're talking about on this program. But see, as a 20, 30, 40-year-old, you look at where you're putting your money today, and you can save millions of dollars just like these successful families. The difference is, is how much of it are you going to keep? See, where you're putting your money today is going to dictate your future success, your future wealth. And a lot of times, families find themselves at this transition point of selling their business, of wanting to slow down, retire, or start spending their money, and they go, oh my gosh, I'm getting ready to give a whole lot of this right back to the government. The moves you can make today in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, where you're putting your money, your wealth, really is going to dictate how much control you have of your wealth long term. It's incredible. One of the things I did a couple years ago, I put a book together. It was published, it was an Amazon bestseller called Money Won't Buy Happiness, But Time to Find It. And I wrote it for the 30s and 40-year-olds out there about taking advantage of the time that's in front of you. It's so incredibly powerful. Here's what I want to do for all of our listeners. I want to send you a hard copy of this. All you got to do, shoot me an email, chris at wealthradio.com. C-H-R-A-S, chris at wealthradio.com. Or you can text me right now, 512-249-7300. 512-249-7300. And we will get a copy of that out to you this week at no cost. And it's a very simple, very easy read. But a few of these things we're talking about, maximizing the time you have, are really addressed. And this is a great value that's at no cost. Chris at WealthRadio.com or 512-249-7300. If you're just tuning in, this is Wealth Radio. Chris Herline live in studio with you this evening. Join me now with your text questions. You can call as well, 512-836-0590. So let's get into... Several ways, and listen, you're not going to want to miss us. We're going to get into several ways. I've got four queued up here, and we're going to see if we got time to get into, in, into every one of these. But this is the ways that the super rich manage their wealth out there, okay? We're, we're getting ready to give you a behind-the-scenes view of how the super rich really manage their wealth month-to-month, year-to-year. And the key takeaways from this is that they, number one, are working with professionals generally that are coming to them through high-quality referrals. They're not just, you know, going out there and picking something out of the, you know, off of the Google search or whatever. Generally, wealthy individuals are seeking counsel and referral from their professional network. That could be their attorney, CPA, whatever, and or maybe some of their associates, other business owners that they know, maybe in the same industry, maybe business owners in other states that they got relationship, whatever that is. But these wealthy individuals, they work with experts who are focused on them 
not only as a person, but also looking at the family. And generally, there's one individual in the house that manages the wealth. You got one spouse that maybe does the day-to-day, right? Bills and everything else. But I'm talking the wealth and the investments and the advanced planning. And so people often go, well, what happens if something happens to me? Or what happens if something happens to my spouse that manages all that? One of the number one reasons that the super rich engage counsel out there is for the event of a worst case scenario. If you're wondering why the super rich engage counsel when it comes to wealth management and tax mitigation, a lot of times it's because they need accountability, believe it or not. So many of us need accountability when emotions come into play. And that's when markets get rowdy. And that's where we let emotions drive investment decisions, which generally doesn't end up well. So we got this and a lot more. We're taking your questions. Join me now, 512-836-0590 with your social security tax questions, 401ks, whatever it is. Look forward to speaking with you. Hold with me. It's time for the news. Live, local, and independent. This is WealthRadio.com with Chris Herline. Join the conversation. Call or text now at 512-836-0590. Now back to Chris. Back with you, Chris Herline. This is WealthRadio.com. Live in studio with you Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and Thursdays at 6 p.m. Taking all of your wealth planning and retirement questions. Look forward to speaking with you tonight. This show is built to discuss your life, your money, and put it front and center Phone lines are open, 512-836-0590. Let's go over to Joe on Manshack. Hey, Joe, welcome to the program. Hey, Chris, thanks for your call. Hey, uh, I've got a 21-year-old who's still in college just trying to start out to save. Um, what I've found is like if I, you know, if he opens up like a Roth IRA, a lot of those mutual funds, you know, require a couple of thousand dollars just to open an account. And I'm wondering, you know, what he could do. So, Joe, thanks for that call. I'll tell you right now, you you said something that really hit the button. And it's, if he starts with a Roth IRA, see, where investment planning truly starts is, okay, if I'm going to put a dollar in the account and it grows to $2, when I want to take it out, how much am I going to keep, right? It's all about the net. And so that's where people miss the boat. They are just putting money away, plug and plug in with no idea of how they're going to get money out without getting killed in taxes. So the Roth IRA for a 21-year-old is a, is a great option, okay? And they can put a pretty generous amount into that account, about 6000 bucks here this year in 2019. And every dollar that goes in, that individual is not going to get a tax deduction, Well, being 21 and getting into the job market, you know, there's not such a need for a tax deduction as somebody making six figures. So the Roth is a good option for that. Now, when we start talking about investments, you know, with Roth IRAs, you can generally invest in quite a bit. It could be stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, real estate, and, and a lot of other things. But one thing that you want to consider is the fees, is the cost. And generally, mutual funds... They're going to hit you up front when you get in or maybe on the back or a little bit of both. And there's a lot of hidden cost in mutual funds. Some are better than others. But what happens with 
planning uh, or investments that 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 really haven't taken into account that investment cost a lot of times people out there don't think they're paying fees and then if they do think they're paying fees everybody says well i pay one percent well the problem is they don't consider that they may be paying another half to one percent plus in the mutual fund so I would start with how much am I going to keep, then move into which investment is going to be as low cost as possible and not erode the gains that I'm seeing in the account through the year. It's incredible the impact on fees over the long term. So I would look at either straight stocks or a ETF that is going to be very low cost. Vanguard is a, is a great opportunity out there for low cost ETFs and more. And there's plenty others. But with that being said, doing something that is going to be a little bit more static, a little bit more long-term play, appropriate for a 21-year-old. They can embrace risk. Hopefully they do. And, and then you're focusing on two of the most important things there. It's keeping as much of the returns as possible via the Roth IRA and then keeping the cost as low as possible as well. Yeah. And do those ETFs normally have a pretty low like initial investment yeah, I mean, there's different classes of shares, um, and, and generally, if you're getting into just a, a basic class, you know, staying out of the institutional world, very, very low, very okay. low, not well below the, the, the thousands that you mentioned. Gotcha. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I love your show. Hey, Joe, we appreciate your call. Have a great evening, and your, your listenership's always appreciated as well. 512-836-0590. Join me with all your tax planning, retirement account questions. Maybe you got money going into account, and you're wondering, hey, am I putting enough in? Hey, is it going to be the right account for me for the long term? You know, there's so many things out there that you do that I don't. Right. This is the same reason that I've got a CPA, I've got a doctor, uh, and, and the list goes on, right? Because I need somebody that specializes in that thing. This is WealthRadio.com for everybody tuning in. We're live with you. Join me now, 512-836-0590. And on this program, we talk about your life and your wealth, and we put that front and center here. And see, the thing is, wealth, everybody just thinks dollar bill signs, right? Wealth is so much more than just the dollar bills. Wealth is taking care of the people you love, the causes you care about, really making a difference and an impact in this world. And we want to see you do that. You can, and you will. 512-836-0590. So the the topic that I think you're really going to be interested in today is learning from individuals, successful families, business owners that have already accumulated wealth how have they done it? How did they get there? We're going to walk you through that. 512-836-0590. So I covered a couple things just before news break. And that's one is they're working with professionals. Generally, these professionals are referred to them from their other professionals, CPAs, state planning attorneys, tax attorneys, whatever that is. See, at REIT Private Client Group, we serve business owners and affluent families. And we're smart enough to know that we can't be all things to one person. So that's why we've built a virtual family office structure to where we have a network of professionals, some of the best, brightest minds in this country that can step in when we have a family business owner that has a tax need, an estate need, a divorce need, a counseling need, a medical need, 
There's a lot of concierge medicine out there. If you haven't heard about that, that's something that you're going to learn more and more about. We'll probably cover on this program and more. So they're working with wise counsel. That's number one. Number two is they understand that they need to be extremely flexible when it comes to their financial end goals. And that includes, you know, the way that they're thinking about money and the process of setting that milestone. I mean, you have to start with the milestone. That's where it starts. And then you navigate how to get there and achieve it. 512-836-0590. We're going to go to the phone lines here. I got William. Buda, Texas. Hey, William, welcome to the show. Hey, William, how can we help you? All right, William, we'll come back to you. Let's go over to Carol. Carol on I-35. Welcome to the show, Carol. Thank you. How can we help? Uh, you mentioned about the fees. Um, I had some extra cash now that I've settled all my bills and stuff. And so I've been talking with different um, investment planners. Mm -hmm. And when you touched on that fee... And you said there may be a fee like on the back end because I have been talking to some, but all they tell him is like a fee of 1.75, you know, on the front right. side. Yeah. But no one is telling me, like you said, there may be an extra fee on the back end. Right. Or should I be doing more than trying to put money in a mutual fund? Well, let's, let's look at it like this. Most individuals out there, believe it or not, they don't think they pay any fees. I mean, if their money's in their company 401k, again, a lot of times they're like, well, my company's paying for it. No, there's generally going to be fees involved. But, you know, when you're sitting down with an advisor and you ask them, hey, what's my fee? They're, they're likely going to tell you what their firm, uh, what their brokerage is charging you. Okay. And, right. and that could be a realm of anything, any, you know, 0.3% to, you know, 2%, whatever the, the spectrum is. But, but then you got to take it a step further. You got to say, okay, well, what am I holding in my managed portfolio that I'm paying a management fee on? See, that's where the mutual fund game comes into play. And I, I, this isn't true of all mutual funds, but, but a good majority of them. And you may be paying a, a commission or what they call a load when you get in. And, you know, that could be anywhere 3 5%. So just put it this way. If you had 100000 you wanted to go in and invest in a fund that had a 5% load, well, only $95,000 is actually being invested working for you long haul. So you got to look at it on the front end. But see, then there's also these things called expense ratios. There's 12B1 fees. And this is all kind of cooked in to the mutual fund world. And the reason that most people don't know about it is because they don't read those big inch and a half thick prospectus that the brokerage companies send you every week, every quarter, month, annual, whatever it is. And nobody's reading that stuff. And it kind of goes back to that's not what you do. But generally, if you're paying a management fee, you really need to be aware of what you're paying in mutual fund cost. And then if you get into the annuity world or some more elaborate investment, you know, uh, alternative investment, the fees can be even higher. So, again, it, not all mutual funds are, you know, very expensive. But mm -hmm. what we find is that most people have never given it thought 
they've been putting the money in 20, 25 years, and now it's like, oh, I should check on my fees. And, and we've lost a lot of opportunity and growth due to the erosion of those fees. So just be prudent. Be, be one step ahead. Ask as many questions as you need to to get to the bottom of it. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much for your call, Carol. I think I need to come to one of y'all seminars. <laughs> you, you're welcome to call the office anytime, and we can talk you through a few things. And, and, you know, one of the things that our firm does is we run fee analysis for families. So if you've got a portfolio of funds or whatever it is, and, and you want to get to the bottom of, of what you pay, it, that's something that we do every day of the week in, in our offices. So feel free to take advantage of that anytime, Carol. And we thank you for your call. And I know a lot of people are interested in that topic as well. If that's something you want to take advantage of, let's just put it out there. Shoot me an email, chris at wealthradio.com, chris at wealthradio.com. And just put in the subject line, fee analysis. And we'd be happy to have myself, one of our team, reach out to you and show you how to take advantage of that at no cost. 512-836-0590. Let's take another call here before we go to break. We got William in Buda. Hey, William, you with me now? Yeah, I'm trying. Can you hear me? We got you. How can we help? Can you hear me now? We got you, William. If you wouldn't mind just turning your radio down to touch. I'm radio down. I did. I did. That was a deal. I was on Bluetooth, so it was kind of messing up. So anyway, so here's my quick question. Um... I was approached by a guy a while back to try to, uh, he presented what I deemed as an annuity because, you know, I did uh, an insurance license for a little while. So, uh, you know, maybe that makes me more dangerous because I think I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the deal was, is like it was about uh, it was maybe a six year plan, throwing in five. So it was initially 30 grand. And there was a, he was a, a big upfront load. Okay, he made his money on the first one. And then it guaranteed because it was, uh, it was, not uh, you can get a tax break on it initially um, so you uh, somehow or another when you got it you know you pay taxes on the lower end but it was guaranteeing you know like fifteen hundred two thousand dollars uh, depending on how many years you did in five years it was like almost two thousand you know based on 30 and this was oh goodness gracious sorry traffic so you know this is based on probably uh, 10 year performance yep so and it just seemed he told me it was like Walt Disney and Jason Penny you know, that was his scheme. That was his, that was his sell. So it just seemed kind of too hard to believe. Well, generally when it sounds too good to be true, it is. But right. when it comes to the annuity world, there's, uh, there's a lot of misconception out there. And the reason is there's a lot of different types of annuities right. out there. Right. Generally, right. he also, he was, I'm sorry to cut in, but there was the other kicker. This was the main selling point also, is that I couldn't lose money if the market went down, that they would absorb the cost. Right. Or there, or there would be no cost absorbed by yeah. me. And so there are sense? some annuities out there that, that will protect you on the downside. Okay. But, but it comes at a cost. Right. There's pros right. and cons, right. cons to everything. Right. So you may lose liquidity for, you know, five, seven, ten years. Right. You know, and so as long as you got plenty of money and savings outside of that, that may not right. be an issue. You know, okay. a lot of families buy these income annuities and they don't need income. Between their right. pension, social, and, and investment returns, they, they're, they're going to be able to pull it off. And so okay. if you're using an annuity out there, and I'm speaking to you, William, and, 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 and everybody else, you know, you need right. to identify what the objective is. Secondly, you need to find somebody that's going to legally have the best interest 
you know, at heart when they're sitting down talking to you, generally a fiduciary advisor. That's a big one. But right. the, the annuity world, it's not all bad. But there's a lot okay. of bad. Let's put it that way. Okay. 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 And so you just want to be cautious. And fees. We were talking to you know somebody earlier about fees. Fees in no, the, yes. the the variable annuity world are, are some of the worst out there. I mean, you're talking yes. four six percent on, on in many cases. So that's great. Again, pros and cons to everything, every investment, every you know account. But I, again, what a great question that applies to a lot of people that have definitely either bought an annuity and didn't know what they got, or have been approached on one. Okay. Uh, well, I appreciate that. I just started listening to you, so have a great evening. Appreciate your listenership, William. 512-836-0590. Text or call with those questions. 401ks, IRAs, tax planning. As we approach end of year here, look forward to speaking with you on the other side of the break. Like what you hear? Make sure you never miss a show again. Go to WealthRadio.com and subscribe to have it delivered right to your inbox. Now, back to Wealth Radio on News Radio KLBJ with Chris Herline. Walking into our last segment here, Chris Herline live today with you uh, every Wednesday, 6 p.m. and Thursday, 6 p.m. on your drive home. Join me now, 512-836-0590. Text or call with all your retirement questions, 401ks, IRAs, investments, tax planning questions as we walk into the end of the year here. Look forward to speaking with you. And in our last segment here, we've, we've been talking a lot today about, you know, the time you have and are you really maximizing that time? Now, the show is all about giving you some knowledge so that you can cut through the fog out there, if you will, and really realize your true and full potential. And and the good news is, is that you may be closer than you really think. I mean, there are so many variables out there, and, and we want you to identify these tipping points that can really help you reach a higher level of success, not only in your, your business, not only in your day-to-day, but also with your family and providing for those you care about and the causes you care about. 512-836-0590. You can join us in our last segment today. Been talking about maximizing time and also, you know, how the very successful out there, those that have accumulated a lot of wealth, a lot of business owners fall into that category. You know, where do they go for counsel and how do they really manage their wealth and make smart decisions about their money? And, you know, we talked about the fact that they are going to lean heavy on people they trust. It could be their CPAs, tax attorneys, estate attorneys, business attorneys, whatever that is, their professional network, if you will. A lot of times that's where families are coming into us from. You know, we work with a lot of different professionals in this town and some of the brightest minds and some of those individuals are going to be joining me in the coming weeks. Really looking forward to having them. But a lot of times it's just word of mouth. It's, you know, where are you seeking counsel? So you want to start with a good recommendation. You want to work with a professional that has not just got a singular focus, but a overall focus, a forward look at proactive focus and truly understands what you and maybe you and your spouse really want to achieve, what's most important to you. You know, the thing that's interesting to me is that so many families that we visit with, myself, our team of advisors, they come in and they're shocked by something. You know, something, you know, they heard or the light bulb went off. 
a lot of times they're listening to this show and they go, oh my gosh, I'm going to pay tax on my Social Security. What do you mean? You mean I saved a lot of money and my Medicare premiums are going to be, you know, 5X what my neighbor's paying? It's these light bulb moments. And what this show is about is putting your life, your money right in the front and center. And I don't want you to ever be shocked by things that you can actually plan for. Think about that. Don't be shocked by things that you can actually plan for. And so if you have one of these light bulb moments, well, then what steps are you taking to better educate yourself, get the counsel you need to then achieve that milestone that you're going after? So getting back to what the super rich do, people that have wealth, the things that they know that a lot of us don't is the fact that they've got to be flexible with their planning. You know, this is something that really a lot of entrepreneurs fall into. And it's this this idea uh, of this milestone that they set out for. And they kind of get emotionally attached to this milestone. Okay. And, and it's interesting because, you know, a, a particular business venture that they're in, um, you know, things change in the industry, right? Taxes change, um, you know, technology changes, whatever it is. And when you get too emotionally attached, uh, it can be monetarily fatal in some circumstances. So we're not saying change your financial end goals here. But if you're seeking a million-dollar net worth or a $500 million net worth, a billion-dollar net worth, that, that doesn't need to change necessarily. But on the other hand, the, the, the intermediary objectives and, and the accomplishments that you need to achieve are, are likely going to need to change. And, you know, with engineers out there, you engineers, that, that mind of yours, you know, it's, it's hard to, to think like that. We want to build a plan, and then this is the roadmap, Right. Well, for a lot of you out there, you're right there at that tipping point. Right now, you're getting better educated on how to get more control of your wealth, not only today, but for the long haul. So with all that said, an offer earlier, I want to give a free copy of my book, Money Won't Buy Happiness, But Time to Find It, Amazon bestseller to every single one of our listeners this evening. Here's how you get your hands on it. Shoot me an email right now, chris at wealthradio.com. That's C-H-R-I-S, chris at wealthradio.com, or text me, 512-249-7300, 249-7300. My team will get a hard copy of that book out to you this week. It's of great value. You'll get a lot out of it. Look forward to joining you tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. We've got a lot lined up. You don't want to miss out. Talk to you then. The following program is sponsored by Reap Financial Group, LLC. Investment advisory services provided by Reap Financial Group, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. Opinions expressed in this broadcast are provided for information purposes only and may change without prior notice. Information presented should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed and should not be construed in any way as an endorsement, an inducement to invest, or an offer to buy or sell any securities. None of the sales content should be viewed as personalized investment advice. A professional advisor and tax professional should be consulted before making any investment decisions or implementing any of the strategies presented. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk and therefore can be no assurance that any specific investment or strategy will be suitable or profitable for a client's portfolio. The tax and estate planning information offered on this program is general in nature. Always consult an attorney or tax professional regarding your specific legal or tax situation. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability. Ability.